Hello and welcome to Catalyst Happy Hours with me, Anthony. And me, Darren. And before we begin, we obviously haven't had a podcast in a couple of weeks because there were technical difficulties. However, if you checked earlier on in the week, you will have found out that there was a little snippet where we tried to go live and it sucked. So uh, <laughs> it didn't really work. Uh, we, we are now recording this literally straight after going live. So I had to remember to say earlier on in the week because this obviously will be on Friday. But if you haven't heard our podcast before, head over to Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, whichever podcast is or YouTube and you can find them all there all 75 I think are on now which is exciting but yeah also want to contact us www.castlersyouth.org.uk or anthony darren or info at castlersyouth.org.uk facebook instagram twitter you know what to do if you've listened before you can find them all if you haven't head to the website they're all there uh, but today you're all very lucky because it's not just myself and Darren. <laughs> today I feel like we have our most patient guest to date because it has taken time for me to work out dates and timings to do this. So Josh, Yay! thank you for being here. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're, we're excited for this one. We're excited for this one. I'm not going to say too much about why you're on because we want you to explain that uh, in a little bit time. But yeah, it has been a long time coming yeah, it has. and it's very good to have you here it's great to see you man so uh well i mean shall we shall we jump straight into here Let's hearing a bit yeah. about you yeah i mean darren do you want to kick us off because i know you love the first question so yeah so we asked all our guests and um, when they come on to answer these questions um so it's uh, kind of two in one so um what is your favorite movie and favorite album okay or artist Oh, okay okay cool um my favorite artist uh they get a lot of stick but it's mcfly especially their oh, album room yes. on the third floor it was the yeah. first yes. album i ever asked for i vividly remember leaping around my room holding a cd and crying um and i love them i still go watch them live on my own a lot of the time um which is great because everyone else is 14 so you kind of like pushing <laughs> through crowds it. of children with a gin and tonic i'm like sorry guys <laughs> Yes, I'm 30. Thank you, everyone. Oh, you brought your one. Yeah. Um, but I love them. They got me into music. Um, they broke records. They released some great songs. Uh, and my favorite movie is Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Oh, good choice. Good choice. It's just got the best movie twist of all time in it. And it's got I, the I mean, Battle I... of Hoth. It's got <laughs> the training on Dego. It's just great. And and I like as well that you picked one Star Wars film. See, yeah. Darren, you don't have to pick them all. <laughs> the thing is, if you say all, oh, you risk talking about the prequels and the sequels. <laughs> and there has I mean, to I, be. I enjoyed every movie. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's no, it's it's good. And Empire is the best one. Right. Simple. Thank you. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And um. Yeah, we were hoping to... Well, actually, by the time this comes out, hopefully McFly would have um, released the song that still yeah. isn't there. I've just checked. It's still not Is it not? Yet. No. Uh, oh, um, well, well, before we before we go further then, let's touch on this. Sadly, last week, uh, for any of you that know, Darren and I are massive music fans, and sadly, last week, we lost Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and McFly are due to release a cover of Best of You, so watch this space because you need to go and check it out i imagine it's going to be quality yeah, yeah. hopefully loss. if it's out by um friday and nothing's gone wrong and um, we'll <laughs> chuck a link in the bottom yes. um, but they did say that it was coming out monday um but <laughs> i'm checking and it's still not um on their youtube page yet and mcfly if you stumbled across this tom we did message you about coming on the podcast and still <laughs> had a reply so it might have gone just... in your junk folder or something <laughs> can you you know just drop us a line and we'll speed you in <laughs> <laughs> he he met his wife at Sylvia Young Theatre School, which is where I teach two days a week. And I hadn't been off, hadn't had a day off in a year. Uh, um, I only teach Thursdays and Saturdays. Hadn't taken, hadn't missed Thursday or Saturday for a year. And I missed one Saturday. And the Saturday that I did, they both went back to have a little reunion at the school. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was ill at home, and someone texted me. Went come from. He went. Because there's a big signed McFly poster up in one of the hallways, which I kind of occasionally touch for good luck. Uh, <laughs> and someone went, I've seen you touching the, do you love McFly? And I went, yeah, why? And he went, Tom's here. 
And I laughed. <laughs> and he went, no, Tom's genuinely here. They sat in one of the studios. I was like... Clothes on straight there, <laughs> just there with a the face mask. Like, is Tom still here? <laughs> I was livid. Oh, livid. wow, yeah. that yeah, that's a that's a disappointing turn yeah. of events. Yeah, that is, but I mean, great choices though with band and with film. That is yeah, that is a strong thank start. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It, this is going to be, I feel a very good conversation within today's podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, I mean, we sort of touched on it there with a with an element, but I know uh, that you do quite a few different things. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ask you, what is it you do for a job or jobs? And you answer it however is best <laughs> to explain. Okay, so... Um, years and years ago, years and years ago... Um, I wanted to be in the army and my mum talked me out of being in the army because her brother almost died in Iraq. And she said, please don't join the army. I beg you. And then I had a think and I went back to my mum and I said, I want to be an actor. And she said, let's not be too hasty about the army. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I gave it a few years. And after a few years, about four years after I graduated, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. So I went, drama school trained to being an actor. Um, and now I'm doing that. I graduated 2007, um and but acting is great it can be very sporadic um and i have you know um have a couple jobs to supplement my income um i work in a video game store a couple days of days a week because i like video games and i work in video games so it makes sense and i teach acting a couple days a week but luckily at the moment i'm doing a lot less of the two side things because the acting thing's been quite busy but Uh it's kind of that crux of acting is you know you say to people i'm an actor and they go oh which um which starbucks do you work in (laughs) (laughs) brutal that is absolutely brutal Uh, wow (laughs) but no that that's cool though because it is obviously you were saying there that you love video games that's why you work in a video games video game shop acting you've obviously worked hard to do it so it's obviously something that you enjoy which i think a lot of the time when we're chatting with with those we work with and and we're talking about careers and moving on, we always say that it is important to enjoy what you do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're obviously Darren and I are both youth youth workers. Um, we wouldn't do that for the money. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. No, I bet. I bet. So- <laughs> we ain't gonna be no millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I saw someone saying something the other day and I thought it was genius because there's that old phrase that's like, find a job you love and you never work a day in your life. And those people are saying, well, actually find a job you love. And the most likely thing is you'll probably never set healthy boundaries and actually you'll make a lot of unnecessary sacrifices. So mm. I think yeah. that's probably yeah. a more realistic approach to it. And I read <laughs> it and was like, God, that is depressing and also very true. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. fair. Fair. Oh, okay, cool. So... I mean, you sort of touched on that you went to, you went to, uh, I've already forgotten the name of where you went. Drama That's school, Gil- yeah. <laughs> I know, I knew it was drama school. Was oh, Guildford, Guildford School of Acting, Guildford School of Acting. Oh, that is, that's close to where I am. Interesting. Oh, really? Where you, yeah, fun. where's that? Uh, Burgess Hill. Oh, I was there for the, I was just there for the weekend. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was in Burgess Hill Saturday, Sunday. On your where road. Oh, on York Road, there's a motion capture studio and they run um, a motion capture school there. I was um, a guest speaker for the weekend. Well, we could, you should have just come here. We could have recorded <laughs> a podcast. That is a really good way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there we go. So that's, 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 that's that one. Uh, it shows we need to contact more. So. <laughs> that is crazy. But, so obviously you went, you went there, but how did you get into your career as in the branches off of? Yeah, so drama school is a weird one because they talk a lot about the industry. And I love my time at drama school and I love drama school, but it's definitely a course that is based, or a course that hasn't changed in about 20, 30 years. Okay. So I remember very early on, I was like, I really want to work in games and all this kind of stuff. And we didn't really touch on it in my syllabus, but we did a lot of stuff like Greek theatre and other stuff that I was kind of like, you know, I don't know anything. I'm I'm a, I'm a fresher, but maybe this isn't quite as common in the industry because video games are bigger than Hollywood for the, for the amount they make. 
And I remember saying to my teachers, are we going to do this? And they were like, no. Um, they were like, well, it's just not really part of the industry. And I was like, oh, okay. I think it is, but you know, I'm not going to say anything. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a first year, like I don't know anything. Um, so I kind of graduate without a knowledge of these things and basic, and you sort of have, when you graduate, you want to get an agent, but because acting is kind of such a broad thing and there are so many different facets, you can have like an acting agent who'll deal with your stage and your TV and film stuff. But the voice side of things is a very different field for contracts and stuff. So I sort of sought out getting both. And then as soon as I got a voice agent, I was emailing her every week going, any video games out there? Can you get me like, just beg. I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And then kind of that began a three year career, four year career. Yeah. Four year career. Amazing. Love it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, while we're on the subject of video games, it's not, it's not on the list. Uh, sorry, Darren, I'll let you ask the next question here in it, but right. um, is there a, uh, video games that you've been on? Would there be titles out uh, there at the moment? I hit. Are you 20, allowed to say? Uh, some I can say, some I can't. I hit 20 okay. video games last week. I hit did my 20th last week. Um, wow. Once people would know, I did two of the F1 games, the sort of official racing games. Um, I'm, curr- I'm currently playing F1 2021. Are you, are you, oh, yes. Are you? Yeah. In fact, um, I'm on the back of it. I'm one of the racers in the fight. You? Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent a week on that. And let me tell you, I know nothing about cars. So when they went, you're, you're a pit stop mechanic, genuinely in the background of some of the scenes, you can see me pretending to type something. And literally... <laughs> <laughs> They do not. They do not teach you much on the job. At one point, I remember going. There's a lot of thumbs up for mechanics. I was. I said. I was like. I don't really know anything about F1 cars. Now, like that's nah, gonna be fine. Let me tell you. It does not. It is not fine. That's amazing. Um, that's so good. Uh, the New Horizon Forbidden West. I play some characters in. Nice. Um, there's a. No, I can't tell you about that. There's a game. There's a game that I'm recording at the moment with a company called Square Enix. Um, If you know what they make, you'll know, but I can't say what they make. Going to look them up. Yeah, I was going to say, I can see you guys furiously. I I may or may not be in it. I can tell you what project. Um, I may or may not be working with them, but that's what I'm doing at the moment. And it is definitely, I think, one of my... If it's that one, that... (laughs) I couldn't say. I couldn't say, Anthony. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But that, don't worry, listen, been, don't worry yeah. listeners. Next week when Josh is not, we'll say what it is because then yeah. he can't get in trouble. <laughs> no, I'll come on again and I'll be like, well, they kicked me off uh, for that contract. No, I, I doubt um, they even listen to this podcast, to be fair. So I wouldn't really worry that much. They, they, might, they might if Josh shares it. So we've got to be careful. I did, I did some motion capture for Forza Horizon. Uh, Forza forza horizon five or whatever it is and um the day after i put it on my like you have a thing called spotlight when you're an actor which is like an online acting cv Mm. um but only people can act only people with the link can access your profile like a zoom conversation if you if you don't have that link you can't see it and i added it which was my fault because i'd signed a big nda saying i wouldn't say anything about it i put it on my cv but again i was like it's an acting cv that only people that have the specific link with a 16-digit pin, which is my personal acting CV number. If they don't have that, they can't see it. I put it up, and the next day I had an email from Codemasters who produce it, and they went, take it off immediately. Uh, <laughs> why? Okay, so it turns out maybe we'll bleep out the name of the oh, company no, 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 as well. That's absolutely fine. I can say I'm working, I can say I'm working with them, but it's because okay. I was like, just because I signed a, this huge NDA, and I was like, I'm working on Forza Horizon 5. And then they so why like, why don't they like you saying? Is there any I reason? I think it's just because they like don't like to. They hadn't announced it at that point, so oh, people right, okay. didn't know it was coming out. And also, there's the worry that if um, I say that, someone might get in touch on Reddit or whatever, and I might people might coerce information out of me, ah, which they try okay. to keep very secret. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I was yeah. just thinking then, but yeah, what, sometimes you're like, what, what does it matter? Yes. And the thing is, at that point, all we've done was the. <laughs> The character creation stuff so it's literally just the person standing there going <laughs> that was all i done i was like well, it's not really information that anyone's interested in is it yeah okay yeah interesting oh, oh. i mean I, it's fascinating because that's not something i'd ever even give a thought to yeah it is and that's that's the worst thing about games is we have a friend because they're called ndas which are non-disclosure agreements which are your conf- uh, 
contract of confidentiality, but everyone calls them friend DAs because obviously when you're in the pub and people go, what have you been up to? You go, oh, I've been recording for Horizon Forbidden West. Don't say that to anyone, please. But it takes forever to come out. And then, you know, with the Square Enix project, I was like, when's this coming out? And they were like, a year, maybe two. I was like, two years? I can't say anything about this for two years. So is it literally tied into that, the, 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 the release date then? Is that how it works? Kind I of think it's going to be this. This project's going to be next year, but it it depends. The lockdown slowed a lot of things down. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've been working on Bol- a game called Boulder's Gate for a year and a half, and then it was due to release this year or last year, and that's added another year, well, and a half to the to the thing. It slowed a lot of stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And the thing is, with with voice stuff, because of the the quality of microphones and the level of technology they need. You can't really work from home. Um, and we tried at the beginning of the pandemic. They were like, just buy a mic, friends. We'll record it all from home. And then we recorded loads of stuff, sent it in. They listened back and went, we'll do that when it's over. Just It was just <laughs> terrible. Oh, dear. Okay. Nice. Cool. Um, so uh, your next question then is, what is a favorite? And remember our, um, our demographic, so yes. if it's appropriate. <laughs> Uh, moment from your career um favorite moment from my career okay i i have two favorite moments um one i recall my first ever tv job i played a character in tv in a tv series called upstart crow which was written by ben elton uh, and it was about shakespeare and david mitchell played shakespeare and it was my first ever tv job and we had a rehearsal because we shot it in front of a live audience and we had a rehearsal and um, I went to this rehearsal and it was my first TV job. I was about four months out of drama school and I was so nervous. And I went to this rehearsal room and there was Gemma, I can't remember her surname from Game of Thrones, Ben Elton, who wrote Blackadder, David Mitchell, um, and um, not Rick Mayo, the other gentleman from Bottom, he was there. Adrian Edmondson. Adrian Edmondson. And I was just stood in this room going, oh my word, this is, <laughs> and, you know, just, just to be amongst comedy legends, I was like, this is insane. Um, oh, and the, the that's second, cool. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I was like, they were like, how are you? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you, Jane Mitchell? <laughs> and, it, and I mean, in Upstart Crow, you played like a quiet bad guy, didn't you? It was, yeah, the... it was great. I had a, had a character's name and no lines. Didn't say single <laughs> word. I was like, no, but, I was... You, but you were seen because I, I remember that happening. Yeah, I was the it's... villain of the episode. And yeah. my, agent, my agent was like, I've got you an audition to play the villain. I was like, great. He was like, there's no lines. I was like, there's no lines. And it's definitely for the villain. He's like, definitely for the villain. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. I was like, but, I'm, but I'm on camera a lot. He's like, it's probably one shot of your face. Like, well, I mean, it sounds good anyway. It's David, David Mitchell and Ben Elton, so. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Uh, what was, I mean, what's your second one then? Oh, yeah. Um, so there was, um, when Hero- the day Horizon Forbidden West came out, I was recording for another video game. And when I graduated, being in a video game at all, or doing motion capture for a game, they were my top bucket list things. They were like, I have mm. to do just even one. And I went to, to Argos around the, copy, around the corner from the studio and picked up a copy of Horizon. And I was stood there in this full motion capture suit, holding a, this copy of my first ever console game. And I was like, we did it. It's just one of those moments where you step back and you go, I did it. This was, yeah. this was, this was it. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, you ready? You ready to record? I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just, um. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's so good though because it shows that you are passionate about what you're doing, and I think yeah. that is, as we were saying earlier, you know, about finding something you enjoy doing. I think that is crucial yeah, to have those moments because yeah. it does feel like all the study and and work yeah. that you've done up to it is worth it. Yeah, and the thing is, you know especially when you live in London, you ride the tube a lot and a lot of people are miserable. And I used to work um, in clothing retail, quite high end. And I used to get a lot of like bankers and stuff coming in and I'd, you know, speak to them and I'd be like, are you happy? And they'd be like, no. 
not really. And you kind of go, well, why do it? Like a paycheck's mm. great, but if you're not happy, why are you dedicating five days of your life every week pursuing something that you don't really want to do? Like you could have probably not got a mortgage, but yeah. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. It, it, it makes you question that. things. Yeah. I mean, what it might be along the same lines as your favorite, I guess it might, it might, match up with the first one but what would you say is the most unexpected thing to happen in in, in your career wh- whichever sector it's in um oh, i think it was just i think it's a time that anyone takes a chance on you because i think mm. when you graduate you definitely have this expectation that or this hope that you're going to be all right and the odds aren't really against you but you'll probably be all right and then five months down the line you're working in a in a clothing store. I remember vividly six, seven months after graduating drama school, um, I'd had just had no luck. And I remember just sitting in a stock room and crying. And then I think it's just the unexpected moment is whenever you get a job, because Mm. I always kind of go to a job with an approach that this will be the last, this could be the last. Um, and I remember doing loads of Amdram back home. So, and just loving it. And so the fact that now someone will email and go, we'd love to offer you the job. This is the salary or this is the pay for it the fact that you know people will still want to turn around and be like we'd love to work with you is always just baffling mm. it's honestly just baffling um it's good though it's good that's a yeah it shows that you are you are on the right path that's the yeah uh, that's yeah. the thing so yeah that and if i had to pick like a more material one i did some motion capture and they didn't tell me what it was for um it was a week in oxford and then i turned up at the studio and i was like what is it for and I can't say what it is, but it's for a DC superhero movie. <laughs> that okay. was pretty unexpected. I was, wow. like, I was like, what are we filming? And they were like, oh, it's for... And I went... <laughs> yeah, oh, certainly. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Wow. I, big time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll just be playing... Oh, no, I can't say I'm playing. I'm not I don't have any lines of dialogue in it. And you won't recognize me because it's all motion capture. But I'll be sat in a theater in the movie theater going, that's me. That fish person. No, not fish person. Uh no, that kind of tells you what it is. Um Ooh. <laughs> do you want me to cut that, that bit out? Um, no, it's probably right. <laughs> probably. probably. We'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> we'll I mean, find yeah, out. Literally, I mean, hundred percent if you slip up no I, no it's i fine. will cut anything out that you wish we've said it with everybody that once we've uploaded this we'll send you a link that only you can hear and then you can go through and say actually cut that bit out no it'll be fine it'll be fine we're, we're not we're not even allowed to tell you stories of things we have cut out because <laughs> we're obviously not no. allowed to share them on the podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I lo- it was like one of our longest podcasts with the abrams wasn't it i mean we, what was it yeah. nearly two hours we spent we we Chatting. did two episodes because of how long it was. Um, yeah. Oh, that great, great podcast. So. It was a really good podcast. Right. Um, I completely <laughs> lost which question we've just done. Number um, five. We're on that. Number five. So we're on number six. So um, yeah. what's one thing that you wish you'd known before you started your career? I have two things. One is... Um, that the hardest part about being an actor is being one when you're not acting. And when I went to drama school, when you're in third year, you definitely get instilled because drama students, they want you, they want you to succeed. And you only really mm. hear about people's success stories. They bring in ex students who are doing really well. They go, Oh, here's so-and-so. And they definitely instill this, you know, you, you know, you're going to go out there and book all the jobs. And actually, as I said, you get out there and it's seven months down the line and you go from three years of five days, maybe six days a week, reading scripts, performing to never, you, you don't even read a script. You, you're working mm-hmm. in retail. And that is probably the hardest part. So just to, yeah. just to find a way to keep your mind active and your mind healthy and keep yourself inspired when you're not pursuing what you want to pursue. And the other is that fame doesn't equate to success. And all the time when I'm out and people go, oh, you're an actor. What would I know you from? And I have to say, well, actually, probably nothing. Um, mm. you, you, I'm not a household name. You, you won't have ever heard of me. You might not even know any of the projects I've done, but I've enjoyed 
a relative level of success that has earned me some financial freedom and has fulfilled me creatively more than anything I've done. But you're not going to hear about it. You're not going to know about it. But because of the nature of the industry, people go, oh, you're in Game of Thrones. You need to get yourself on these standards. But actually, that this world is so big and it's so, you know, this industry has so many other ways to fulfill you that having a yeah. blue tick on Instagram, that's not the be all and end all. Yeah. No, I, I, want, I, I, I want a blue I, tick. <laughs> Mate, we ain't getting one. We are also, I'm fully we aware that if I ever get a blue tick, I'm going to be saying, "I have a blue tick." But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we want. We're trying to get one for Catalyst, but apparently, you need X amount of followers. And yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah you actually asked. I, I actually clicked. On, yeah, because you know, this we're Catalyst. Why can't we have a fair, blue tick? Fair fire. So what's the top of top of Google? Yeah, I mean, you just stick in Catalyst Youth, and we are there, mate. That's where we are. Um, but it was one of those things like, you know, why why should somebody get that blue tick? Just yeah. because they've got 30,000 followers. What about the yeah. little people in the world? Give us a blue tick and we might get the 30,000. Yeah, and that's the thing as well is my friend, is, he's a chef and he's only got 2,000 followers on TikTok. But he's been, after a, a very strenuous process, they've verified him. And his content is is pushed further out because of that verification. And actually... If they did that for smaller, you know, for smaller businesses, for smaller groups of people, for people with smaller projects, if they if they had that freedom that would allow them to push what they're doing out to a bigger audience, you're gonna it's gonna help people that need it rather than mm-hmm. people who have already got thirty thousand followers. They don't need, they don't need yeah. help. Yeah, Instagram. Especially, especially, <laughs> Sorry. So if you're watching Zuckerberg. <laughs> especially food ones like they're they're good ones to have out there as well because that does help people you know you uh, there's many times where i watch a food video and be like oh i'm gonna try that (laughs) and then you save it and you never make it you go i'm absolutely (laughs) gonna make this one pop (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh no but it's the ones when people try different like random things where it's like oh didn't know they could go together gonna try that i mean (laughs) i've been watching some that um these like hacks that you can stick in the air fryer um, mm. like, oh, have you got an air fryer? Yeah, is it good? It, it, it's amazing. I mean, <sighs> food that comes out of it, really, really good. And it's like, oh, actually, I've never thought about like putting. I think it was like a, a toasty in the air fryer. I mean, or like sticking uh, bacon and eggs in the air fryer and letting it cook in something. It was like, but yeah, they're quite cool. But yeah, down oh, by an air fryer. I tell, you, I tell you what you should do in an air fryer. For anyone that's got one, chicken wings. <laughs> Really? So good in the air fryer. Yeah. I am, I am second. I, I, I every, <laughs> loads of my mates have bought air fryers, and if another person tells me to get one, and so it just annoys me to hear that they are as amazing as everyone says. <laughs> but they are really. They, do you know what? I was hesitant because it was my wife who wanted it, and I was like, mm, um, "Okay, we'll just get one then." And I thought it's going to be one of those things. It'll sit in the kitchen for ages, and then ten years down the line, we'll be like, "Oh, remember when we bought this?" And we'll just chuck it out. Yeah, um, but we Sarah, actually. So sorry, I'm time. just going to chuck to you, Sarah, if you're listening. Um, now look round Darren's office at the amount of stuff that he's bought. That's probably just sat there. <laughs> so m- moving on then to the next question. <laughs> no, but, but no, it, I mean, I mean, it's a great hey, point you made there. Don't come about... for the geeks, all right? We we love our. <laughs> we love our. For those, for, useless stuff. for those listening, Josh we're, just pulled out a Captain America shield. That is that is. We're we going to take a picture later before we finish this podcast for the thumbnail please. for Instagram. Yeah, and please do. That that shield is coming back out gladly. That's amazing. No, I mean but, that would look uh, really cool in my office. I just <laughs> I'm, running out, I'm running out of wall space. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I've the got thing is- one, two, two Star Wars. Um, three. Yeah, yeah. There's just way too much going on. I need, I need a bigger room. <laughs> the thing is, I was because I'm in a rented place at the moment. I was like, I was like, can I put stuff on the walls? He was like, yeah, pictures and you know that sort of thing. I was like, how about Captain America? He was like, <laughs> no, no. Like, well, I mean, can't blame a guy for trying. <laughs> if I if I rented out a property, it'd be like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> You can yeah. also leave it behind when you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm not going to charge you a deposit, uh, but I will need that shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but no, I mean, coming back to the, the the career, I mean, you say about 
success doesn't link to fame and i know we had zoe b on a couple of weeks ago for those that have, have been listening to our podcast um musician local musician here that mm. said exactly the same uh so it's really good to hear that actually that's in every single almost yeah. entertainment industry career rather than yeah. just music and just film and just tv and I, I mean does that and there might be more but is does that answer also you know what's the one common myth about your profession that you want to debunk uh yeah is there I, ever? De- I definitely say so i definitely say so um and there's a lot of especially you see it especially when a lot of people treat the west end as like the the be all and like the pinnacle of theater um and actually there's so much great theater and so much wonderful so many wonderful things that happen outside of london and as mm. i said the acting industry is such a broad place for you to carve your own little slice um so i guess the, the myth is that like being a regular on a soap being in a movie being in a play in the west end or whatever these are the this is the peak that we should strive for mm. um yeah and and i do think a lot of that is something that starts whilst you're at training but you know that's that's i think the the myth that i would debunk is that there is no pinnacle there is no precipice that you should be aiming for you should be aiming for what fulfills you yeah and if that's not yeah. on a west end stage if that's during doing a weird new play in 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 stoke on trent or somewhere else then do that mm. because you know that's the stuff that you're going to carry with you. That's the stuff that's going to fulfill you. Yeah. And fulfillment cool. should always come before success. Well, I mean, fulfillment yeah. should be your success. Yeah. No, I like that. I think that's, uh, I, that, that was deep. That, was. <laughs> <laughs> that is my, that is my wisdom for the year. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, when we, we look at our career, my lines, it's just like, you know, when you're at youth worker, that's it. There's, 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 there's not another run. Yeah, that, that is it. That's where it stops. You know, you don't become, I don't know, chief youth worker. <laughs> you know, it is just you, you're a youth worker, and it's like that to me. That is enough. That's all I want. You know, yeah. hey, we we got a podcast out of it. Yeah, yeah true, true, very true. <laughs> but, but no, um, you are you are right. It's, it, is, yeah. it is about fulfillment, and it's you know, success doesn't fulfill that. You know, that just being happy in what you do, whether it's in the West End. Or at a local theatre, and yeah. um, mm. I have seen many theatre shows locally that are absolutely amazing. You yeah, know? and just the same as I've been to the West End and watched a theatre show there, and that's been amazing. And I would say they're both equal. Yeah, mm. yeah, so. yeah. And the thing is, you know, I think because people get misguided about that idea, and because it's bred into performers, excuse me, that those are the things. The amount of times that people get this false idea about what it is and then people strive and strive and strive for the west end and that's their goal and they might miss other opportunities for that and they get the show and they start in the west end and i say how's it going and they go i hate it Mm. i hate it yeah it's a lie and i'm not saying that everyone's going to hate it and it's not what it's dreamt up to be but i think people get blinkers about things and yes you know when you place too much expectation on one thing you miss the opportunity to see what else is there yeah i was, yeah, gonna, make, I was gonna make a joke then but i'm not going to probably <laughs> offend but it's not panto so you're all right isn't it oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah unless it's panto in which case avoid, <laughs> avoid. Right, <do> we... <laughs> <laughs> what? hey i love doing panto let's not, let's I, not... <laughs> I was in a pantomime as well it's hey, okay I've done panto. we've all done it oh, we've no, all done yeah, our time <laughs> Hey, that's it. That was my peak. Tell you what, buttons in Cinderella. There's no going up from You are definitely a buttons. You are definitely a buttons. (laughs) I I didn't even get to buttons. I was was Baron Stonybroke in Cinderella. (laughs) So I I, I was on at the beginning. I was on at the end. Job done. (laughs) Those are the great. My first professional role was a murder mystery. And I got killed in the first 10 minutes. And it was great. I went on tour for a year. I I got a decent salary out of it. And I went on stage, did 10 minutes, got murdered off stage. Stage. bit gutted about that, that i didn't get a big <laughs> on stage death i literally got killed off stage someone came on and went the chauffeur's dead and then i sat in my dressing room for an hour and a half came out for the bows job done yeah you, you said i tell you what though that you came to the theater royal in brighton didn't you yes i did yeah yeah yeah. because i remember sending you a photo of the poster and being like your <laughs> yeah. face is on this <laughs> yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Brighton was great because it was beautiful. When we were there, it was like 30 degrees. And mm. I remember this other guy got murdered about halfway through. And so what we'd do in between the shows where we had a matinee, we'd put our swimming trunks on, then put our costume back on. We'd do the bow. We'd literally get into the wings, rip everything off and just sprick because it's so close to the beach. And we would just run down to the beach and into the sea. It was nice. great. Apart from when you have a couple beach beers and then you come back and you're like, I saw him speaking in the conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's brilliant, though. That's, that is yeah, great. Yeah, I love Brian. <laughs> brilliant. Um, so, so our next question, then, is um, it's, it's an advice. But that's, you've kind of said it, haven't you, really? Yeah, I, I guess I just, yeah, just to, I just reiterate what I've said, you know. I, a long time ago, wasn't pursuing acting, and I took about four gap years, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I thought my life was very much going a different direction. And I said to myself, I don't want to look back. I don't want to, this sounds very morbid, but I don't want to ever lie on my deathbed and be filled with questions. I don't want to ever look back at my life and be like, oh, what if I'd done this? Or I wonder if I tried this a bit more. If I wonder, hmm. wonder what would happen if I do that. I'd hmm. rather look back and go, you know what? I tried it. It was terrible. It went so wrong. Hmm. But I'd rather say that than I wish I'd tried it. Yeah. So don't like allow that. yourself to live with regret. That would be my advice. I like that. That's some good advice. That's I'm going most... to ride it on a coaster. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you what. We keep talking about making merch for Catalyst, so maybe. <laughs> Put it on a bookmark. On a bookmark, on a T-shirt. We'll, yeah, we'll, start, oh, we'll start quoting our guests on the merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we'll get their signatures just underneath it. Yeah. That'll look really cool. Done. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. But no, that that is, that is some good advice. You know, it is about it is about trying things. And if there's ever a time where you're looking at something going, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. You're still not going to know if you don't try it. Yes. Mm. Bang on. Bang on. The only shots you miss are the ones you never take. Oh, mate. Oh, merch is coming. It's for the oh, sales. I'm going to you gold dust here. Gold dust. <laughs> Uh, there, we go. 10% we to... cut. Uh, there we go. See, look, commission's coming in already. See, see yeah. straight away. So like... uh, we have, I'll be honest, I haven't told him that he's not getting paid for the podcast yet. So, um... <laughs> so um, can I can I speak to my equity representative? <laughs> uh, but no, uh, that is that is good advice. And I mean, maybe for you in your career maybe there was lots of people that gave you advice and, and people you spoke to but what what are the best resources then that have helped you along this journey in where um, you are it was definitely just um being proactive with your own with your own interests um you know go watch local if you want to pursue a kind of a career in the arts go watch local theater take part in some local theater read some plays there are so many especially on youtube they're not really legal but there are a lot of bootleg copies of west end shows on there um if the west end is expensive and it's far away if you can't get to london a lot of them are either on youtube or you can find them online in places um uh play games work out kind of what you want to do as i said the industry is a big place if you think you want to you know there's so much on youtube so many sort of free seminars um there are so many free resources and you just just use them all mm. yeah um, I, like that. I just pursue what makes you happy yeah yeah nice. i think that's what um our, our previous guest so zoe b said it. she said a lot about youtube yeah and oh, going on so there much. to find out information so much stuff on there. And, yeah and also yeah. um various podcasts she mentioned as well that helped her in her music career but yeah. one of the things i just want to jump back to the other question that we had a second ago um so obviously you know i mean i can i've got young people that are actually wanting to do drama um mm -hmm. in college but when they finish at the local college where would you recommend would it be this the um, drama school you went to or would it be you know because obviously not everybody who goes to drama school is going to end up in a job yeah, there's, there's just not enough jobs. The, same the odds is, aren't against you. The odds are not yeah. against you. I think one. I think the statistic is one percent of all actors in London at the moment are in work. Mm. Wow, um, it's a horrifying statistic. And I think one percent of people that audition for drama school get in. Um, I think the top drama schools. I think I read they have a lower acceptance rate than Oxford and Cambridge. Um, not saying that you know it's it's harder or whatever, but just in terms of how many people apply and 
Um, go to open days. Um, not everyone can afford drama schools. Luckily, most now are tied with universities, so it makes student finance easier. Um, but go to local groups, find a drama club, see if there's one locally. Um, you know, even if it's not doing the shows, they'll mess around, do exercises, do activities. Um, maybe go to some open days at drama schools. There are some that offer degrees and there are some that offer BTECs, which are maybe like a year course. Um, the, um, that's the sort of thing I, I would say, just go to open days, get a sense of it. But definitely like if there's local theater groups um, or just grab a couple mates, buy some plays on Amazon and sit around and read them. Hmm. Um, do, do anything like that to keep your passion alive. I like nice. it. So like how, it. how would one go about getting an agent then? Because obviously I, I presume the agent thing is the most important once you've yeah. gone through the qualification side. Because obviously it, if you haven't got an agent, then, yeah, it is you know, a lot harder. You're busking on the corner of the street kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. You know? Sorry, Dar- Darren, are you trying to go solo? or sorry? <laughs> uh, mate, I, I, I can't always be um, a youth worker all my life. And as like I said, there's, there's no other run. If I could sidestep into, you know... You know, when, you know, like, like Ant and Jack, you know, yeah, one had to go to rehab, you know, uh, I, somebody could have stepped in and, you if know. you play a cards right, Anthony, you can be one of that duo. <laughs> I could be. I mean, he's just he's just named a duo and then told me that. We are, we are auditioning for your part within the duo. Um, but no, sorry, Josh. Yeah, so agent and how you go. Yeah, so an agent obviously is like a very important part of the industry and you don't have to, by any stretch, you do not have to go to drama school to to make it in, uh, in the industry. Um, but it does help. Hmm. It does help. And in, in third year, you kind of put on a showcase where you do, you'll be in two, everyone's in two scenes with different people in their year and you go to a theatre in the West End and two, 300 agents come. You've got your CV and your headshot in the foyer and they kind of hopefully take one and you hopefully get some emails. Going to drama school isn't necessary for that. You can just do a load of short films, work with things like the um, the British Film School. They always hire people mm. um, with, you know, little to no experience to be in their movies. Um, and then you get a copy of it and you can send that off to agents. There are ways of doing it, training, just being on a, being put on a stage with a reputable school behind you just, just makes it easier than mm. you emailing out the blue and saying, I've had no formal training, but it's not. You know, it's not absolutely necessary. Um, but the people have done it and people continue to do it. Um, and then being an agent isn't always the be all and end all anyway, because it's better to not have an agent than to have a bad one. Um, you know, again, drama schools tend to put a lot of pressure on signing with an agent as if it's going to, that's like, oh, you need to get an agent. Mm. And actually in my year and years before us, people would sign with an agent and they'd hear nothing. And the thing is, there's like um, a thing called Spotlight, which I mentioned earlier. All jobs go out on there. And when you're not signed, you have control of that. You can submit yourself for jobs. When you get an agent, you relinquish control of that. Hmm. If you're not with an agent that's got your best interest at heart or has too many people, you're now with someone who's not working for you and you can't do the work yourself. Yeah. So, you know, that was something we learned is that it's better to not have an agent than to have a bad one. I think that's I think that's some good advice as well because I think that's something that maybe isn't said enough when it comes yeah. to TV, film, acting, oh, yeah, yeah. that type of thing. I think immediately when you think of that, you then go to okay, who do I need on a on a team? Who yeah. who do I have yeah. to have? Um, and it that's, is about having someone to have your back rather than yeah. necessarily. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's the problem with agencies. You have one agent, not if you've got other, but let's say just if you have one acting agent, you have one acting agent. They might have a thousand clients. Mm. So you want them to work hard for you, but they're also trying to work hard for a thousand people. And they've got some people who have been in their career for 20, for 20 years, who've already got Western shows who are continuously working. You cannot tell that they are going to dedicate the same amount of time to each of their clients when they've mm. got people who are doing really well. Um, and that's, you know, unfortunately it is, it's just a, a weird way, but it, sometimes that's one of those things that you unfortunately learn mm. the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that that's it, isn't it? Is especially when it comes to a job like that, it's 
being able to take maybe the non-acceptance and when when you feel like you're not succeeding is actually that's just a stepping stone it's not necessarily the end yeah Um, which is good it's a lot of rejection it's a lot of rejection especially when you get really far and there was a big movement for people to for casting directors to let people know when they weren't successful because you especially during the pandemic you audition at home you take your pictures off the wall you buy a ring light on amazon you film it you edit it yourself you yeah. sometimes don't have someone to read in, so you're you've got a mate on FaceTime and they're reading in. You send it off. You come in for a first recall. You do a second, third, fourth recall. You meet the producers. You go for a screen test, and then you find out on Twitter that you didn't get it because they've announced that someone else is in it. Yeah, um, it's you, you just have to kind of you have to allow yourself to just kind of have that moment and then just be like, on to the next. But yeah. that, the no's never get easier. They never get easier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's understandable, and yeah, I think that's good to know as well that actually, it still happens. Yeah, you know, but, oh yeah, but, okay. And I, I mean, earlier on, then we talked a bit about you said that you had like a few gap years, and your life could have mm-hmm. could have taken a different turn. And so, if you didn't get into the career you're in, what would you have wanted to do? Um, oh, I. Uh... Ideally, this is like very like head in the clouds kind of thing. Would have been a musician. Okay. Um, love to have been in the band and that have been wildly successful. Um, but if I'd had to pick a more kind of realistic, um, not saying that being a musician isn't realistic, but by my parents' standards, um, maybe a graphic designer or a video okay. editor, something like that. I love that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. All, all very creative directions. Yeah, all unfortunately very creative directions. Which I can see my mother rubbing her temple now, just being like, just become an estate agent, Josh. Just um, be an estate agent, please. Good, but, I mean, it's good money, estate agent. You well, know. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Darren, we're not here to tell him what to do. I mean, I know how much the estate agent charged me for selling our house. And I thought, oh, I bet. Really? Okay. So they go, oh, wow. fees. You go, really? Fees? What are these yeah. fees? I mean, solicitor. I mean, that's the job. I, I mean, if you oh, want to make money, yeah. that's the job to be in. Yeah. Oh, my 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 solicitor fee for um, selling the house. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, you know, you want to have a conversation with your solicitor? That's £150. <laughs> I was only on the phone for two minutes. Sorry. I have to pay the full hour. <laughs> For real. You're just oh, calling them dear. back for your other 58 minutes. Like, so <laughs> what's the weather like where you are? <laughs> that's what it feels like. Oh. Oh, but no, that that's that's awesome. And it, it it is very cool to hear that it is all a creative direction because it shows that you are in the right area of where yeah. you want to be, which is I think it's tough depending brilliant. on where you're from. Like for us, you know, coming from where we are from, it's very it's not a creative area. There are a few small drama groups, but the school that we went to now no longer does a drama course. They just don't do one. Did they not? No, the, the WSCC ended their drama course years ago, about five, six years ago. Wow. Don't do it Is anymore. That, that's, so, that's the no, college no. that we went to in Somerset. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. They just don't do, and you know, they do agriculture, they do all these other courses, but you know, I remember being, speaking to my careers advisor and being like, I want to be an actor. And she was like, yes, darling. And you know, I wanted to be a, marine biologist but here we are so um what do you really want to be that's that's kind of like what i'm with my my young people who's like okay because i'm i'm in somerset josh oh no um, way i'm in bridgewater uh bridgie yeah mm. yeah um <laughs> say no more um but yeah and that's the thing you know i've had a lot of youth that have um through the years that have gone on to do drama mm. and it is that thing that i just think to myself you're kind of in the wrong town, no, you know, yeah. to be doing that sort of thing. And, uh, and don't get me wrong, I think it's really good that they're, they, you know, they're following their dreams, but you know, that they need to keep that passion going and to 100%. move on with that. Otherwise, they're going to get knocked down. Yeah, and it's especially so tough. from Bridge, especially from Bridgewater, oh, especially from Bridgewater, especially the countryside. These places where their parents are farmers, you know, they come from generations of, you know, other kind of very manual industries um it's it's so hard because these places don't nourish these kind of the creative kind of side of things and so few people kind of break out and i remember 
doing, you know, a youth theatre group with so many like ridiculously talented people, like still some of the best actors I've worked with even now. Mm. And those people now, not to discredit what they're doing now, but they're not doing that because they came from a place that didn't give them the opportunities to nourish that part of them. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm, I'm just in shock that the college don't do drama anymore. I can't. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's I right. love that. Then you <laughs> jump on a bus and head down to uh, Bridgewater. There's drama still happening there. And if you need any spiritual support, I am the chaplain at the college. So. <laughs> hey. but honestly, before I went into youth work, drama teacher was the direction I was looking at. So this, uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, probably would have been out close, of job by now, wouldn't I? So. <laughs> Uh, but no, oh, well, it's 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 been so good to hear about all that. Um, no, and I mean, before you. before we come near to the end, have you got any questions or any other anything else you want to say? Uh, you can ask us questions, or if you've got anything you want to share, um, any plugs? No, I don't think so. I guess what would be your advice for people that kind of have passions that are, have apprehension about pursuing them, or maybe going against the grain? <sighs> I mean, I, I I can go straight in here that I spent a long time before I came into this job. I spent a long time. I'm, I'm in an R and about where I wanted to go. So I was working in a school um, and I then looked at being a technician in a theatre. I looked at going on to train as a drama teacher. You know, I had all these all these courses and a lot of. A lot of the time I sort of pushed back on myself because I was like, ah, oh, do you know what? I, I can't do that. You know, it was very much a can't. Whereas what I'd encourage is, you know, if you feel like that's something you have a passion for, push for it and and chat to people. I think that's one big, massive bit of advice I give is ask questions, reach out. Like even if even if you think, oh, I really fancy doing this, but I don't know who's taught to. Google it, find an email address. Yeah. You know, just just worst that's gonna happen, you won't get a reply, or they'll be like, Who are you? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Simple as or, that. Or even um, just asking some of your friends and family, because mm-hmm. a bit like what we've done with this podcast, the people we have interviewed have been friends of friends, or they've been friends, or they've been people we have just literally emailed out of the blue with thinking they might reply, they might not. Elton John, <laughs> we're still waiting for a reply. <laughs> um but some people actually turn around and say <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say, um, just for anyone listening that's ever going to try it, John Cena doesn't accept Instagram messages from just anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't no, even you know, related to the podcast, the podcast, was it? You're just a massive fan. <laughs> I'm just such just a huge, huge John Cena fan. No, but yeah, I think you're right. It is about it is about that asking questions. Yeah, I mean, Ben McKelvey, who we had on, uh, obviously, I chatted to him because he was supporting Scout for Girls. There was no... Yeah. You just literally wandered up to him and just said, do you fancy coming on the podcast? And he was like, yeah, send me a message. That's and insane. It, and he actually replied and we actually did a podcast with him. And yeah. um, That's yeah. amazing. I mean, I mean uh, just while we're, while we're on that name, Dancing Sober, his new single came out last Friday. Go and listen to it. Show him some love. Um, yeah, link will but, be in the description in the um, podcast. Yeah. But no, I think that would be my massive bit of advice is, you know, ask questions and, and show an interest. Yeah. If you are interested in something, show an interest. Can I get my advice? Yes. No. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, everyone. So. <laughs> my, my advice but, is you are never too old to do it. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I did not find youth work until I was in my 30s. Mm. I did many, 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 many jobs. And you can listen to a podcast where I've explained what jobs I've done to get to here. Because I just didn't know where I fitted in. Didn't find a job that I absolutely loved. And then kind of found youth work and absolutely love it. Mm. And, you know, even now I'm going to drop it in and out and he's going to roll his eyes. You know, even when it, <laughs> even when it comes to going to university, it doesn't need to be at 18, 19. No. It doesn't need no. to be in your 20s. I mean, I've just started last year. And no. Yeah, and if... And if people didn't know, by the way, Darren's a, Darren's a student. It's not like he drops it in every conversation <laughs> we have. But it's, uh... Uh, no, but I just find it weird. I am a student. I'm 40 years old and I am a student at Cambridge. I love that. Well, um, you're never so, too old, though. Never too but old. No, that's what I mean. You know, I, I never went to university. So I'm like, you know, taking the money out of the government while I can uh, before <laughs> they get rid of it completely. Uh, student loan. Love it. Yeah. Um, but it's, 
you, yeah, you're never too old. So even if you don't find your job within the 20s and your 30s, it may be just around the corner. And if you want to, just go and retrain. Yeah. You, you know, the colleges around here at the moment are doing so many courses and there's so many things to get into. Even my wife, um, you know, she qualified fully last year to be a counsellor. Um, it's what she's always wanted to do, but she never really went for it until we went to a weekend away and they said, you know, if you're going to do something, now's the time to do it. Mm. Now she's a counsellor. She works for a charity. Um, she's start, going to be starting a business from home. And she also works in the college counselling um, young people. And it's like, you know, it's never, you, you know, you're never going to be too old. So don't yeah. think you've got to get it all done by the time you hit, you know, 18, 19, 20, you know, give yourself a break, go out and get some experience of working in a shop or, you know, go, go on that trip around the world. Yeah. Because when you get to my age and you have a family, you have a mortgage, <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> so I mean, get all those things out of the way. You've got the rest of your life to live. Yeah. Mm. You know, Bang yeah, on. But yeah that, that's my advice anyway. Bang on. I mean, I'd just like to just clarify for any new listeners, I'm not just being really arsy about people at uni. It's just Darren. <laughs> just Darren. Uh, let's, not, let's not even get on to the disability <laughs> stuff, shall we? Otherwise it'll go even worse. Don't, don't even. Don't, the Equality and Disability even. Act not, does not I'm apply not, to this podcast. Not having this. Not having this. I don't, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> oh, should I call you mum? Can I take you home? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go. So I don't know where to go from here. Oh, no, but no, that is that is good advice uh, all round. We've all done a good job there. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but perfect. Well, no, Josh, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, though. No, thank you so uh, much for having me on. It's been really lovely. Yeah, and thank you. And as we say, you know, let us know any other stuff you want us to support with and and share. We would always be happy, but it's been great. Don't Thank don't get so away because we're gonna we're gonna chat to you before when we finish recording. So don't cool. leave. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, there are a couple of uh, things that we're just gonna chuck out there. Oh, Darren, okay. do you? No, no, well, don't it's worry. Gonna, it's going to be notices. It's like being at church again. We're, right? we're going to do a, a couple few of notices no- before you leave. Can people please we're going to do a few notices. But one of the things I am going to say is, is adding on to the end of the conversation about acting and, and drama schools and things like that, I'm not, we don't know who listens to this. We no. see the numbers, but we don't see names or anything like that. If you do find that you are listening to this and you are a part of a drama school and maybe you've seen all that's going on with ALRA, the uh, Academy of Live and Recorded Arts, where they've had to financially shut down uh, and loads of people are now out out of out of universities and, and college and training. If you are one of those people, honestly, please reach out to chat to people if you need support. Um, and if you are looking at that and thinking oh, I don't want to go into something in case that happens. Don't let things like that put you off because there are always ways to solve it. Um, I just wanted to chat that in there while wow. we were talking of drama schools. That was deep, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> um, but the other thing is, speaking of video games, Darren and I, in a two weeks' time, the 25th? 25th? <laughs> that's really bad my phone's died so i can't see the advert uh the 27th of april it's a wednesday well wednesday 10 a.m till thursday 10 a.m darren and i are doing 24 hour gamathon in aid of young minds mental health charity and in charlie's memory uh a charity that is at darren's end darren's got his hand up yeah any chance that we can do it on the 20th because on the 27th all the kids are back in school is it meant to be the 20th? If I read the wrong date, we're doing it on the 20th. <laughs> we're doing it on the 20th. Because, you know, you know, the Easter holidays is this coming week. Don't be like that. I'm trying my best. So <laughs> just saying, you know, out the date, it needs to be right. So it? let's clarify the 20th to the 21st. We're doing a 24 hour gamathon. You can sponsor and donate to that. You can find all the details on our website. You can find it on Instagram. But also, if you would like to be involved and play some games with us over that time, please let us know. We're going to try and make sure all the games are free so that they are accessible yep. to everyone. Um, and we're also and- um, going to be trying to live stream it as well so look out on youtube and twitch, twitch. i think twitch. Um, and some and one of my youth said something about a discord server that we might be using i don't know sure 
why not sure but <laughs> but they will be free uh so and they will all be hopefully if we've done our research well enough they will be cross generation platforms oh. so you can play on playstation you can play on xbox you can play whatever you want to play on it's exciting stuff it is and don't excited, forget that, um i am don't forget that camp is also coming up if you are oh, yeah. not booked onto camp yet please 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 message us get in touch with us because we need to know because um spaces are filling up really fast um so we kind of have final numbers and we've just had a big thing come through um regarding numbers so we need to um make sure that all of ours have been allocated um before we can move forward with something else if we go for it so if you haven't yeah. had those forms just even you don't have to pay for it yet many don't have to be until june so but get your forms in and get yourself your names put down um for camp which is running on which dates anthony the 25th to the the 25th to the 29th that's right the 25th to the 29th (laughs) of july July. (laughs) so that will be the first week of the school summer holiday so get those forms in the price is only 80 pounds it's a bargain it is and and can we appreciate obviously anyone that listened to our very short live podcast on monday we talked about the downfalls and reliance of technology my phone's died and i'm just a mess this (laughs) i've lost dates i've lost this is ridiculous however one thing i have not lost for you regular listeners that know what happens at the end of every podcast we are gonna do we don't need to do this no no no. we are gonna do Darren's dilemmas, but we're going to do it with a twist because Josh is going to be involved as well. Josh, the way this works, the way this works is Darren's dilemmas. I'm just going to tell some riddles and you got to work out what they are. But the way we're going to do it today, there's two of you. First one to answer gets the point. Oh, oh, it's a what? competition now. now. Pressure. Oh, you don't know pressure. what you've awoken. You've, you've unlocked something here. So I've got, I've got some riddles in front of me because I knew my battery was low, so made sure they were there. Oh, great. <laughs> um, and I think I'm pretty sure they're ones that haven't come up in the past, um, okay. but we'll, we'll see if Dan remembers them anyway. So okay. here's the theme tune. Hopefully you'll well, add that in, Darren. I don't even know I mean, if you can edit it. I don't, it. Know, if I, I was, I was I don't really know if I can put in the theme tune. Oh. On the main well, if, computer, if it's not there, I'll... there's a nice bit of silence where it should have been. Everyone just <laughs> sing along if you remember what it's meant to be. <laughs> I mean, it was a... Uh, I can't remember what it, What did it go like? There is the lemons, Yeah, and then I did a remix, didn't I? Yeah. Anyway, so here we're going to do three riddles. Okay. And here is your first one. So David's parents have... Three sons, Snap, Crackle, and what's the name of the third son? David. Oh, oh. oh it turns out Darren's better at it when it's a competition. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, no, it can't be hard. It's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. wow. I mean, no, Darren, are you, are you feeling confident? Not now, that's it. I have peaked. That's it. Okay. So, I, okay then. So, what about this then? What has many needles but doesn't sew? Hey, no. <laughs> I don't know why I thought. I was associating needles with haystacks. I don't know. It's, a, um, it's okay because porcupine. I'm here. <laughs> Is it a porcupine? No, it's it's not. I mean, you're, it's good because on here we let on you have spines, more than one guess. So, that's. <laughs> so, what has many needles but doesn't sew? What has many needles? It doesn't. Oh, I do not hate these. Really, really hate them, and that's why Anthony insists on doing them all the time. Stinging nettles. <laughs> Eyes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Stinging nettles. Um, I don't know. Oh, this is my favourite. I think we should get Josh on every week just for this little segment. <laughs> I panicked. I like competing, but I'm terrible at everything. Uh, oh. Would you like me to tell you? Yes. For those of you at home that maybe got it, it was a Christmas tree. Oh, a Christmas tree oh, has needles, but on. doesn't so. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> okay, and here Lord we go. <laughs> Your final one. What can travel all around the world without leaving its corner? A stamp. Yes, it's one all, which means I have to do the tiebreaker. Oh. <laughs> it's, it just has to work like that. Uh, too much pressure. Okay, so which building has the most stories? Library. The library. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it is Elijah. Yes! Dar- Darren has done it. Darren has done it 2-1. And I'll tell you what, the more we've done that, I now think we need a segment that's called Beat the Host every time we have a guest. So it's, 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 it's a whole new area. The stories one is so good. Oh. Well, don't worry. You can always, you can always listen back. We've got more of them. <laughs> Uh, but no that's it we i don't darren and josh i'm not putting you through it anymore thank you for playing uh there are no prizes what? we're everyone everyone's a winner everyone's a winner oh so, so, sounds like you're at school again and you're doing sports day now. yeah just because you think everybody's no. a winner here no when i went to the school that wasn't the case we were very much like nope they've won first second or third there's no yeah. prizes for coming after that Oh, but but there we go. So Darren, wrap it up. <laughs> so thank you very much, Josh, for joining us um, on our podcast. It's been amazing Thanks and really interesting to hear about your career and everything. And um, yeah, we wish you all the best um, uh, for the future. And we look forward to the um, game or not game or <laughs> movies or not whatever movies, it could be. <laughs> whatever it is coming out in the future. Um, don't thank forget, you. if you want to find out any more information about Catalyst, you can head over to www.com catalystyouth.org.uk and if you want to get in touch with me or Anthony um, you can contact us at our email addresses which is either Anthony, Darren or info at catalystyouth.org.uk we are here every Friday 2pm unless the computer breaks down again (laughs) (laughs) as always it's goodbye from him and it's goodbye from him we'll see you soon cheers